0: everyone, Dave and Jeff. It is May 17th, 2021. Uh, what a day! What a day. Busy day for you. It's Fuck. been one hell of a last 10 days for you. God damn. Another wreck. Tell everybody what happened.
1: <laughs> well, Dave, I was at Talladega and I was uh, right behind Dale Jr. We're going in the left. I was grifting. Uh, felt pretty good. Had a little tightness in the 21 car. <laughs> want to thank everybody at O'Reilly Auto Parts and Cheetahs uh, for doing a great job. The crew was great, but unfortunately, that back wheel caught. I went into the infield, took out the Orange Crush car, and then I, uh, I took out <laughs> the, the uh, Dairy Queen car. I'm sorry about that. All my best to them and the crew. Uh, No, luckily nothing else. Although I bought a car today. That's good news. It's very good news.
0: When he bought the car, did he feel like, oh, shit, I'm buying a car? Did he feel like, man, I'm really
1: excited I'm buying a car? I'll tell you this. I probably did more research into these cars over the last two weeks than I've ever done for motorcycles or cars or anything else. And anybody who's in the car market right now, you know that used car prices are through the roof absolutely through the roof so for the first time in a long time i bought a completely new car
0: oh i didn't even realize you bought a brand new car oh, i just looked new. at it it looked new to me but i just thought because they fixed it up for you yeah new. i just thought you were talking buying
1: used no it's funny and i was Good just for you. texting a friend of mine when i drove it off the lot it had 17 miles it's now at 57 i'm like what Fuck. what's going on here the hell is going on here so uh yeah and and the thing is uh, i'll tell you this man what i've learned over the last two weeks are there are some really really shady people in the car business big big shock i know but it's just (laughs) it's not even a wives tale dave it's just it's absolutely true and then man there are a couple of dudes that if you just kind of shoot square with them and tell you they'll look out for you yeah and the guys who who looked out for me today uh treated me great Good. They they honestly treated me great from uh from the time I walked down the lot to the time I I cut out of there tonight and and so um I thank you to uh to Joe Laduca and Pete and the and the team over at Kearney Mesa Hyundai cool. uh, because they're not doing anything but I just I dealt with three dealerships where I specifically said, "Hey, this is what I want. Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me?" and they just couldn't do it. Yeah. And I I won't mention names. Uh, Bob Baker, Carlsbad shit. Uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. Not really. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you, Bob Baker, Carlsbad, I was going to buy my car there. The guy, without talking to me, put in a $2,700 extended service warranty into the deal because I said, hey, here's my credit score. Here's my down payment. Here's what I'm looking at monthly. What's my, you know, can you give me an idea what I'm looking at for a loan? The guy comes back and the numbers pretty high. And I go, I go, wow, how'd the number get that high? He goes, Well, I, I got a thousand bucks off that extended service warranty. I go, What warranty? The guy goes, Oh, I just figured you'd probably want. And I said, Well, I figure I'm going somewhere else. So could have just been one guy. I don't know. I mean, everybody else there treated me great. Yeah. But be careful when you're when you're getting a deal. But these dudes in uh in Kearney Mesa. I just went in, I said, this is the car I want, this yeah. is the number, and uh, they just treated me great. And I, I really thank them, man. It was such a easy, there were a couple of things where I wasn't sure that was going to be the car, and I went and test drove a couple other cars today, and I didn't like those yeah. particular cars, but the guys at those dealerships were fantastic, so I'm not going to mention anything. Um, I thank those guys for trying to help me out, but but ultimately, yeah, I got into a hybrid Sonata tonight, and for as much driving as I do, I'm yep. really, really stoked. So, uh, you won't hear me talk. Like I said, it's not like they sponsor the show.
0: No, but I, I don't but, think there's anything wrong with saying something nice, especially since they aren't sponsors.
1: And 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 Joe's the the manager over there. Uh, Robert was in finance, but our our buddy Pete, uh, God, I always get his last name wrong. Is it Colinelli?
0: Sure, I don't know. I well, and I know him, and I just dude. I haven't honestly haven't thought about his last name in almost seventeen years.
1: He was our sales guy, yeah. And and I just happened to bump into him. He was our sales guy at ESPN eight hundred. But then the funny thing is, Pete now has shaved his head. If Mike Costa shaved his head, they could be brothers. Oh wow! And we we're just sitting around today, f- finalizing everything. No stress at all, Dave. Like I, it was. They just, it was great. And I thank those guys because it's been a tough couple of weeks. And he was like, you know, cost it all. Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, after everything, man, just uh, to drive it off the lot. Wawanista treated me great and these guys treated me great. Man, It was it, the fifth was bad and yeah. I'm still dealing with some of the medical stuff from it. But um, we'll get that worked out and then uh, and then everything else. But, yeah, those guys today are super, super cool and uh, I appreciate them. That's a
0: good deal. You know, it's funny. The last car I, I bought was about. But you lease a lot. No, well, yeah, I do, and I, I don't. I drive too much. I, I to don't. Lease. Well, no, well, I, certain cars all lease, and certain cars all buy. Like okay. I, I have one right now that I lease, and one that I own. And so it depends on it, it. For me, it depends on how much driving I'm doing at the time, or how far we're working away, yeah. or whatever else. And yeah, I do a lot of driving to Arizona, this and that. Mm. The thing is, with COVID, for example, I I drive. My lease is fifteen thousand miles a year. Yeah. Okay? And with COVID, I think I drove 2,000 last year. Isn't that year. wild? And I mean, yeah. I, like, I literally, I could take this truck and drive cross-country and back, and it would not phased me. I'm, I'm so far ahead, it's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Anyway, so I went and bought a car, bought this, uh, this truck that, as you said, do a lot of research. I'm looking at a million trucks for three years, trying to decide which truck I want. Yeah. And I finally decided, okay, this is the truck I want. And the dealership in Mission Valley got me the best price, but the service was so bad Really? License plates on upside down. They oh put the wrong God. screw in. They <laughs> fuck up the hole. I mean, it's like everything turned into a hassle. The guy that was showing me the car cried the entire time. Oh, And I'm like, dude, you all right? He goes, man, I just found out my grandmother died and she raised me. I was like, dude, go home. Yeah, I wanted to go home and my manager won't let me. He says to me, oh, I look God. at Rita and I said, oh my God. Yeah, And it was so bad and everything was terrible all the way to the very end. And I bought yeah. the car because it was the best price but nine people I know have went and bought the same exact car that I own because they loved it so much. Yeah. Not from them. Right. They all went somewhere else. If they would have right. fucking treated me nice just for three hours, Dude. guess what? You would have sold nine more trucks.
1: Dude, I, I'm telling you, man, these guys today just treated me fair going out the door, right, with the accessories, the couple things you need at the end. They were insanely fair on that. And and like I said – uh, if you're like me, drive a ton of cars. this is an absolute unpaid endorsement, but Dave's so right. Um, I really did not enjoy what happened. Again, it was one guy in Carl's bed, so who knows? I'm not gonna hit him with the the broad brush. but'm I'm, I'm just saying these dudes, uh, I did a lot of research Dave, because of how many miles and plus we've said it. My kings and uh, my kids and I are king season ticket holders. I'm gonna make 12 round trips to LA next year. So I took my sons out tonight. It's got a USB port in the back. It's got all this cool stuff. It's super comfortable, the whole thing. And uh, they just never, they just never tried to rat fuck me in yeah. anything. They never tried to weasel me. And so yeah, if you if you drive a uh, like me, you need a hybrid. It's the I think the Elantra was ranked number one. Yeah, and the Sonata was ranked number three. Hundred thousand miles. I just I upgraded, so I'm hundred thousand mile bumper to bumper, and uh, Bose sound system in there. There's all kinds of crazy shit in there, man. But I just tell you, Dave. For as much as I'm in the car, yeah, uh, I just needed it. And that friend of mine in Toronto goes. I just spent a half hour with her. She goes, you know what? It's been a long time. Feels like since you're this is you again. And she's like, oh, those, those dudes took, it. yeah, they did. They looked out for me. There was no hidden bullshit, no putty, kifi, white wolfy. You know, no, there's my favorite Seinfeld. Because they're just God, there's so many weasels around town. So I don't know. But yeah, go tell Joe DeLuca, hey, you owe Jeff a couple of things. He'd be no. like, What? <laughs> they, they they knew the show. Yeah. They they were super nice. They didn't ask for anything. They just they knew what I needed yeah. and they they made it happen. And I just, I hung out there today. We just bullshitted all day. Signed of papers, test drove, and uh, that was great. And then I got one other guy. Can I say hi to one other guy on this it's, show? It's your show, so you can. I had to go get a cashier's check for a down payment. Yeah. So I'm in line, down payment uh, at Wells Fargo. And Wells Fargo doing social distancing. And uh, dude pulls up. and the, So there's like 10 of us out in in line. And... Dude pulls up, knows the guy at the bank, big dude, big dude, buffed out. And uh, he's walking up and he's got a polo shirt on that says cheetahs. <laughs> and I go, uh, and he's just cool. Yeah. He just goes, hey, man, how's your day going? I go, you know what, you son of a gun? And he's a big dude, right? Like he'd scramble both of us like a neck. I go, you know what? I was doing pretty good until I realized where you're working every day nicest guy going. We just sat there because we were stuck at this line for ten minutes, and we were talking about things we did with Free FM and the whole thing. He's been there for thirty years. Wow! But his a name's lot of tits. A- God damn <laughs> this guy. His name's Rich. He's he's the day guy. Mike's the owner there forever. And I just said, man, I go, you guys always treated Dave and I well. We did. Remember, we did a couple of things with them at Free FM. Yeah, and they the Vegas places too, ESPN 800. And we just laughed. We were just bullshitting about different things, just shooting the shit. And uh, he just goes, Hey man, we got to figure out something to do with that podcast. I go, you're fucking right. We do rich. <laughs> we got to come down and do a show there. So uh, he was just saying, he was telling me all the crazy things that they've been going through for the last 14 months. And, and uh, <laughs> they're trying to become essential which I loved, right? But he was just like the coolest dude, man. And I just, uh, I don't know. I haven't been, I, Dave, I honestly can't tell you, but they own Cheetahs. Yeah. And they own the bullpen next door, which is always treated as well. Scotty at bullpen in that yeah. place is so cool. And that's their place. But uh, they were just, they were great. They send their best to you. They're like, it's hey, funny. man, let's have some fun with the David Jeff show. So we'll see how that goes. But I, I just, like I said, those guys... After a stressful couple of weeks, those all those dudes mentioned had me laughing through the course of the day. So oh, I appreciate too funny. them all.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, you mentioned social distancing. I saw something. I haven't spoken to you since our last show on Wednesday. Yeah. Did your kids get the shot?
1: They did. They went Saturday. My kids got the first shot. So they're one down. Fucking idiot. Look at it. Oh, he's wearing 55. Yeah, he is. I was just pointing
0: to the TV. Because I was like, can you believe already there are people at Dodger Stadium wearing Albert Pujols jerseys? Well, and we'll he get, just made the announcement today, officially.
1: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into that in just a second because I have plenty of thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, my kids, I saw a thing, I think Thursday night. It gave me the chance to sign them up. And uh, and so I, I got them registered. They went up Saturday and got their uh, first shot. They were a little tired, feeling some things yesterday.
0: Did they complain, the horn was sore?
1: yeah. So, dude, it was so fun because I just kept faking like I was going to punch him in the arm. Hey, you want some of that? <laughs> you know, like, you better not. I'll drop you. And so, uh, but they're cool. And we go back uh, June fifth, and uh, they good. We went to which one did they get? They got Pfizer. Okay, but but like I was saying, Dave, you guys said you had no problem with no. Moderna? It's
0: basically the same shot. I mean, come on, yeah. they're, they're all fighting the same thing.
1: Yeah. So uh, this guy pharmacist. We went to the Rite Aid out in Tierra Santa. Yeah. And, man, they they kept that thing humming. Like, they were really doing good. And my my son, Cade, said to the guy, hey, man, is this going to hurt? He goes, no, I'm really good at this. And I was like, what? Like, what is this dude? But he was funny because he got my son laughing. Yeah. My son's laughing, and he does it. He goes, all right, you're done. My,
0: Which kid goes first? Just uh, curious.
1: Cade was scheduled to go first. Jack cut the line, and Cade was pissed. I'm like, dude, it's a minute and a half. Like, what is what's he, what's he doing? I thought we had this set. Done my appointment four oh six and he's <laughs> four oh eight. Yeah, all right. I guess we just cut the line. <laughs> no Everyone, big deal. Everyone. To... Smart ass in this family. God. Tries that this is great. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, go ahead. Anybody else? Oh, I can go? Okay, thanks, everybody. <laughs> He's all uh, he's all heated but uh his his mom and I were really excited and they're done and so we did we had belated Mother's Day yesterday because everything going on so family dinner last night was cool and went out they were a little banged up like yeah. they said they were just kind of feeling it a little bit but um they're feeling great today. Good yeah, they're good to go
0: Good. my wife got her second one today okay and then nice. so I just said how are you feeling she goes just a little tired. Yeah. I mean, all the three of us in this house, none of us had any side effects. Like, you know, some people were saying we didn't have anything that made us sick or, you know, oh, I thought I was dying. (laughs) At no point I think I was dying. I said, yeah, I was 100% fine. Funny thing was when I got mine, I told you, I was a little bit tired on the second one, but I couldn't sleep. Like, it was was strange. It was being tired but not tired enough to fall asleep. And then it was was fine. Honestly, I I recommend it. It's funny. Kids on my baseball team asked me today. Yeah. have you gotten the shots? And I said, I did. Hey, can you stick a magnet to your arm? You know, they stick a microchip in. I go, shut oh, the fuck shut up. Shut
1: up, you little asshole. <laughs> but I
0: can't say shut the fuck up because should, I don't know
1: what their family's beliefs
0: are. This is like, dude, I was fine. I'm 100% fine.
1: Dude, that's when you just got to flick him right in the bridge of the nose, hard as you can. This is one time, it, boom. That's hey, how you get fired. I said to you here, I, I don't know if I said on the air or off the air, but I, I said, and for anybody getting a second shot, what I had done, and now people are all yelling at me, like that second day going in, I was hydrating like crazy, took a couple aspirin in the morning. Oh, what the hell are you doing, god damn it? Apparently, you shouldn't take any aspirin before going in. Okay. Because there's a chance that what? can neutralize it. Oh, really? Well, not neutralize it, right? You're still fine. But they said, no, you should do, any of that should come afterwards. Hydrate, you're fine. Yeah. But don't take anything prior to going in and getting your shot. So... Four hundred people right now. <laughs> Nobody listens to me, anyways. But just uh, <laughs> no one's listening for medical advice. Fuck no. If you are, that's your own fault. Like, <laughs> god dang. Um, but yeah, just hydrate. and That's what we'll do with my sons in a couple of weeks. We'll get them hydrated and and get them rolling.
0: That's it. Ready to go. Good for you. Yeah, it's good. Did you see any other kids in line? I'm just curious. Yeah,
1: a bunch of kids were in line. It was cool, man. And and so it's not like. Uh, when you go to Scripps or you go to Sharper, right? Not the whole cheering crowd or anything. But, man, I mean, it's it's the Rite Aid. Think about the local Rite Aid in your neighborhood. And now all of a sudden, right, where they, they used to have to point out where the old Spice body wash was. Yeah. And now they're goddamn running a, a COVID yeah. vaccine center. I, I just, these dudes up on Tierra Santa, that whole staff, they were so nice and and streamlined and kept everybody moving we were in it i mean i showed up a little early but they uh they kept it going man and, and it was not just the pharmacy staff it was just the everyday people behind the counter that are ringing you up for your vitamins or your ice cream whatever they're doing shit they were great and and into it the, the guy told me he goes i think he i don't know but i he i think he said that they went from like 200 to 800 like their their whole thing just filled up so wow. quick, and so and it was just one dude doing them, but they were rotating people through. I don't know, Dave, when you went and got yours, when I got mine in San Marcos, there was like forty stations set up, and this guy was yeah. just cranking it out by himself. When- you know
0: what's funny? If you look at that guy, like I was watching the lady that gave me my shot and the people around her, every time someone new comes in, they have to put a new set of rubber gloves on every time. I asked the lady, I go, how many times are you putting these gloves on and off? She, yeah. she just looked at me like it's the worst part of the day. It's yeah. not the giving the shot or at talking to people. Yeah. Having to take off two All gloves day. and put two gloves on over yeah. and over and over and over again. Yeah. She's, she's like, Well, it, they it's got insane.
1: he was smart. He got rid of like the um like the dishwasher, like the the dentist ones, you know, and he kind of changed to the more loose plastic yeah. ones. Still the same thing, in and out, still same uh working. But yeah, that that whole thing. But I liked it. They were they just said, "Hey, no pictures in here." Really? Yeah, don't. And I was like, "I don't need to bug you with that. Just do yeah. your job. We're cool." And so, uh, yeah, it was great. I got to hear from our pal Joe Hayes over the weekend. Checked in. Really cool. Yeah, so all good.
0: Good deal. I, speaking about kids, I'll forget. But I wanted uh, to mention it on the show. I'm gonna try something tomorrow on a baseball field that I've never seen before.
1: Not being a dick,
0: and so <laughs> I do my best to do that all the time. But this is this is the move here. Okay. Okay. It's a high school baseball game. All right, and we're playing a, a league game. So I got, to, I got I got Hilltop. Okay? They're dead, and so <laughs> so playing playing Hilltop, which is a league game for us. Okay. And this is what I'm gonna do, and uh, I'm gonna have one kid who's a senior. Yeah. Who's going to play all 10 positions in one game.
1: (laughs) Nice. Dude, I love that, Dave. Okay. I think that's
0: great. Now, I said something there. If you're listening, you're going. You said 10. I said the number 10. Now, can you figure out how it's 10?
1: Well, I got to think he goes, well, yeah. How's he going all nine? And then do you have a DH too? He's
0: going to start off as the DH. Okay. Then I'm going to kill the DH after the top of the first. Okay. He's going to bat as the DH. Then he's going to go into the field and he's yeah. going to play the rest. Love and it. So in high school baseball, there's only seven innings. So this is my plan. I'll let Dude. you know if it works. This is this is my plan. So there are three positions I can't take him out. When he goes into pitch, mm-hmm. is going to be one full inning. When he goes okay. into catch, will be one, one full, full inning. inning. When he goes to play first base, because the a first baseman's going right. to be a full inning. Oh, it's either, getting tight here. It's getting well. Not only that, it's it's seven innings in high school baseball, but because of COVID, if you're winning by more than ten, it goes to five innings. Oh, so I got to knock all this out in five innings. So are you
1: home or visitor?
0: We're home, God which damn. means I'm one less uh, one less. Uh, obviously right. At bat. If you okay. guys are up, okay. So um, what I'm going to do is he starts off at second base. There's an out. He goes to shortstop. There's an out. He goes to third base. He can knock out three positions in one inning.
1: Okay, and that's cool. You can move yeah. that. And I, but and but you outfield. also have to have versatility at short and third yes. for guys, right?
0: Can, that's the hardest part. So then in the outfield, I'm going to do the same thing. Left, center, right in one inning. I'm going to knock them out in one inning. So, now,
1: do you have to go out and – you? you have, I, and
0: do I have to tell the umpire what I'm doing? No, I, I don't. I mean, it, nobody cares. We do keep track on uh, through yeah. a game-changer app. Um, KUSI is going to come to a story on it. No way. I just I sent it out them to said, you know what? You do high school sports. Yeah. The reason I'm doing it for this kid is the kid is a senior. He's a, really a shortstop second baseman. And he has been playing other positions, not either one of those the whole season, for the betterment of the team. Yeah. And he hasn't complained once. And so I told can everyone. Can he catch? He, fuck, dude. That's what I'm worried about. I don't know if he can catch. And so I'm like. Can <laughs> he pitch? And so, he, yeah, he can pitch. Okay, cool. And so, uh, but I told everyone today. I go, look, I know you all want to play. I yeah, go, it's, we're coming towards the end of a few weeks left in the season but here's the deal we're gonna do it because he hasn't complained once so Love all it. of you guys Think, they
1: all got to be into it though nobody
0: right? has said anything to me maybe behind my back they're pissed or tomorrow I'll let you know but they uh they're all going all right we'll let him do it and if he complained the whole time he was in right field or left field yeah. or wherever I stuck him then I wouldn't do it for him but because he hasn't said one word as far as you know what I didn't get to play my position the whole year. This fucking sucks. He goes, all right. So we're going to try and do 10 positions. Dude. If you listen to the show and, and you remember, try and see what how KOSI covers tomorrow. this thing tomorrow night. All right. I'll I'll
1: uh, I'll set that okay. up to but, record.
0: But, uh, yeah, kind of curious. It's just something different. I've I never I've it, never, I've never heard you. of anybody ever playing 10 I, positions in one game.
1: I like that a lot. And if I was on the team and they were trying to get that done, I would be into that a lot. So I, I don't think that's bad at all.
0: Cool. Well, if you're the coach of the other team, my question is, are you pissed? You think I'm showing him up?
1: No, I would get to him ahead of time. You got a chance to talk to him ahead of time, right? Yeah. Before I, the game? Yeah, I don't know if he likes me right now. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> God, go, Dave, what?
1: <laughs> look at... Hey, Dave, look at one, two, three, four guys over in the back row in front of Petco. Yeah. That's Taverna next to the guy in the white hoodie.
0: Yeah, I see him.
1: Look at Taverna. I'm going to tell him, stop acting like you're so fucking cold out there, kid. I love that guy. Um, So I... I was talking to Steve Woods tonight yeah. on the drive down and it was just great because it's been a while and he checked in and was able to go through the whole deal with him and everything else. And, and we were talking and I said to him, I go, Hey man, I literally didn't see more than probably a combined two and a half innings, everything going on
0: the whole weekend. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I asked him, I said, how crazy was this Yachtier thing? Cause it obviously was, my entire Twitter timeline. And we saw it in the playoffs last year where it was yep. insane and obnoxious. And so I asked Steve tonight, right? I go, okay, listen, how much of that is for fun? How much are we busting balls? And how bad was it? He goes, dude, I'm telling you, it was insane. How bad it was. And I get, you have two different networks, FS one and ESPN, two different crews. I don't even know if Smoltz was in San Diego. or doing it from a studio. But I I didn't see any of it, Dave. But but it was like, I watched it. I like Yachty. he's fine. But it's, it's not like it's Trout. It's not like he's it's,
0: not Johnny Bench, and right. he's not
1: Gary Carter. He's he's not. He's well respected in the game. Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame catcher. Yeah, but you're right. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's not Johnny if Bench.
0: If people were to ask you who are the best catchers you've seen in your lifetime, you wouldn't say Molina one or two. No,
1: not at all. And that means no disrespect to him. I've yep. always liked him as a player. Remember that? I mean, they had even talked about him maybe coming here was, this year. It
0: was who was going to be here.
1: But I, I don't get. And again, I can't tell you. I didn't hear it, so I can't comment on it. But I just, I can't figure that out. It was
0: just like it was a year ago when, wow. not well, in the playoffs, I should say, when Rick Sutcliffe was blowing him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. You know, <laughs> was, here, here's the also another thing about baseball too. We love to sit there and talk about guys like. Molina guys to the end of their career everything I understand and you're looking for storylines but man it it's old I mean even if you're a Cardinal fan I think you're like fuck you know there's a game going on there's a game going on that's still a chance of the other team could possibly win and it's just old for for me and I didn't write anything on Twitter in in support of what the Padre fans were saying but I wrote to you um Costa and Woods privately but it's, it was one of those you just go, fuck, man. That's just, that's just the way it is. I mean, who knows? Down the line, they could be doing the same thing about Tatis in 20 years. Who knows what the hell they're doing? But watching it, you're just going, fuck, dude, enough. We've all heard this 100 times. My, my one argument back to Padre fans is this. And I give Padre fans a hard time all the time because it's sure. easy. Look, you know what? You always complain you aren't part of Sunday Night Baseball. You aren't right. in the postseason. You aren't. This is what happens when you get other announcers. You know yes. the, the home announcers are the home announcers for a reason. Yeah. But when you get a national announcer and you're showing your product to the, the world, and you're going to complain like crazy, I'm, I feel like shut the fuck up. Look, I understand Don and Mudd are great for San Diego, and I'm sure they'd be great national announcers too, but they would do a different broadcast just the way Matt Vaskersian, who you loved here, does a national broadcast. Calm the fuck down. And what do you think is going to happen if they do fucking play in the World Series? You're going to end up with Joe Buck and John Smoltz. Are you going to complain for the whole fucking time, or are you going to enjoy it?
1: Did they keep talking about goddamn Josh Naylor and the— Upstart Cleveland Indians. You're on a national stage for once
0: in a blue yeah. moon.
1: Act like shut you've the been fu- there. <laughs>
0: well, the thing is they can't because they've oh, never been there. Damn it. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up and enjoy it. And I mean it. Shut the fuck up. God the- Jesus. I've never seen people complain about the dumbest fucking things.
1: Well, that John Boyd today it- I-,
0: I love John Boyd, by the way.
1: Yeah, I don't like I don't know enough. Like I, I love his lip reading videos because yeah. they're so damn funny. He's great. He's- and he
0: found a niche.
1: Yeah, they're great, but but there's days too where I go, yeah, I like this guy, but goddamn, he's not you know Judge Landis, right? I mean, he's not Abner Doubleday. He's just a guy hanging just a out, having ball fun that
0: found a niche, kind of yes, like who's the great. guy? Who's the guy that does all the voices for the NFL? What's his face? What was Facenda? No, no, no. The it makes his oh, laugh. Oh, Frank off. Caliendo. He's, he's he's Frank Caliendo in a way where he Dude, found his niche and bat- made a, a ton guy. of money. Yeah. Right, some of those guys. You found your niche, you're making a lot of money, you're extremely famous now, and you're it's entertainment. So don't go after the, these racist fucking rants at him. He's like, do you see the messaging between him and Woods today?
1: A little bit, yeah. Because
0: him and Woods are friends.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's been on Steve. show. And he just
0: said, uh, yeah, he said basically you guys crossed the fun line. When you guys oh, start going sense. racist and making personal attacks, he crossed the line. And he, goes, I, he basically said to Woods, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you Padre fans. Yeah, call you know? them bug eaters. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which is something you would say, which made me laugh. I could have Jeff write this. I like Jeff would write. I just think the the deal is like I don't know. I for me, Dave, and uh, listen, man, I I love anybody who cheers for this team. I just feel like there's, and, and I'm sure this is for any team, right? For Charger fans, you probably feel this way. Yeah. Or any other team that you cheer for. Aztec fans, it doesn't matter. Dave, I'm sure. Dodger fans, you, you get the same thing. They're the dudes that I like being a part of. That we've been with this team for 40 years. Yeah. We remember a lot of stupid shit out there, like bringing the beer out. And yeah, Pete, Billy. <clears throat> yeah. Those right. are the guys.
0: Yeah. Those guys have walked the same path you've walked.
1: Right. Uh, and I, I love those guys, right? But, but then you got some of the new guys, like my man Ryan, who's amazing the guys like miserable padre fan and and drunk flannery and and michelle the pirate and and geekster and everybody in between that are just the the newer group and they're completely into it gavin and all these guys that are so goddamn funny and and do all that shit and it's cool because they always they were just remind me of probably how we all were But every fan base has it. doesn't matter the team. It doesn't matter how much you love them. There's just, I don't know what percentage. doesn't matter. We're just like, shut up, you fucking asshole. God damn it. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Sitting there in your brand new fucking hat that you bought six weeks ago, and you're telling everybody how this team's in your blood. Fuck it is. (laughs) You know what? You only admit this team's in your blood if you had five fucking drinks. Because people are like, What? But but yeah, I mean I I feel like and and John Boy probably did today what we do as well, hitting every other team, right? Yeah, he does. We just we hit everybody with the same brush. We hit everybody. Yeah. And and everybody gets taken out, right? All Dodger fans get taken out.
0: Yeah. John Boy is great when he goes after Dave Roberts. But if yeah. you if you hate, if you love the pods and hate the Dodgers, Dude, you'd love this love the stuff he does on Dave Roberts.
1: My dad's been a Dodger fan for forty years. When he and I go to a game, right? He just wants to go hang out. He yeah. doesn't want to keep score. Yeah, he, he's like, let's get a hot dog, get a because your dad
0: understands he's not playing and you aren't playing. Right, you're just rooting for a uniform.
1: Right. And the coolest thing for my dad was that the chance that you and I got a chance to actually meet Vin and converse with Vin and do some fun things. My dad doesn't hate the Padres. My dad doesn't hate the Giants. Doesn't hate any of their fans, right? I mean, if you come there and act like yeah, like an asshole, my dad wouldn't be sitting there cheering when that dude got the living shit beat yeah. out of him.
0: Your dad's not getting arrested at a Dodger game,
1: right? And and I think there's a lot of goddamn yeah. My buddy, you, my buddy Greg Bergman. Hundred uh, percent. Right, that are just dudes that, that are family to me.
0: Yeah, I, I went to a Dodger Padre game with Woods a month ago. Yeah, ask him how much I said. I said zero.
1: Right. You just go and hang out. I just like it. These are the guys. But you know, you go. Okay, this is cool. Like who I'm going for. So we we get it too, though. And I think that's the thing that we're probably not used to as a fan base is the fact that people are not like, oh, you know what, Padre fans are douchebags. Yeah, because we're like people are like. Padres have fans, huh? And and now, now that we're getting back a little bit of what we've done for 30 years, you have to an adjustment because all of a sudden you're like, well, hang on. I'm not really, a, you know, I bust balls, right? I, I do yeah. memes, but, but they're not, they're funny. They're not rude. No. When people are like, no, fuck you. You're a Padre fan. You're a dick. Hey, fuck you. And it's the way we've been like, oh, you're a Cardinal fan. Oh, you're a douche. Dodger fan, oh, they're out on parole, right? Like Raider fans. You and I are Raider fans. We've been Raider fans. I don't think I've ever seen anything on fire. No.
0: <laughs> no. Well, here's the deal, is the Padres are relevant. Yeah. And, and that's, what, that's why all yeah. of a sudden there's pushback. There, yeah. and, and look, if this is your team and you want to see them do well, this is what comes with being a, a fan of a successful team. Yeah. No one's talking shit about the Mariners. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? It, they aren't. There's no. There's no fun in going after Mar- the Mariners.
1: The only successful team that I can think of, where, where nobody really talks about them in recent year, would be like the Rays. Right. Yeah, that's true. Because Brave fans. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's really that's really great how you do that tomahawk chop. Maybe if you had a little bit of racial sensitivity down there, and uh, you could understand the plight of the Native American. But you know what? Go ahead and do what you ever want to do there, uh, Chief Chippa It's really great. <laughs> I love
0: down there lot.
1: Yeah. Maybe down there. Oh, Cardinals. Oh, hey, yeah, I forgot you guys invented the game, right? Hey, tell me again how Stan Musial was such a magician with the harmonica. I love that story. That was great. Uh, wasn't it your guys who tried to murder Vince Coleman with a tarp? Oh, yeah, that was an accident. Okay, sure. That <laughs> was a hate crime. Everybody knows I hate it. crime. Hey, uh. Hey, that's great. I love that you guys love baseball so much. How's everything in Ferguson? You guys still hate each other? you still burning? (laughs) You know, maybe if you think a little bit more about racial injustice in your community and a little bit less about how great Yadier Molina is, maybe the world would be a better place. You ever think about that? No, of course you don't. (laughs) Hey, tell me again how Red Shandice is such a hero. (laughs) Hey, show me again that John Tudor card you walk around with in your wallet. Yeah, Todd War uh Tim Warrell was such a stud. We had Todd Warrell, buddy. Yeah, okay. You're you're pissing up the wrong tree, right? And then now we're the Padre fans, and they're like, aren't you the assholes who retired Garvey's number? Didn't the Dodgers didn't even do that, right? All right, uh, yeah, keep talking. Good. Yeah. It's like dude. Yeah. It's it's,
0: it's part of sports, man. It Enjoy is. it. I had a guy, uh, I man, you're in my head so much on this Ravishing Rick Rude thing that yeah, I'm pissing right. these people off. Jesus, Don, outside the last two
1: days much? <laughs> Damn, what's going on? Fuck. Alec Baldwin? Yeah, Jesus. You got prom this week? Yeah. Fucking with a fake tan? Hey, what's up with that pocket scarf? <laughs> you should bring it down a notch, Mark Krisky. <laughs> so,
0: uh, so uh, God dang it, you threw me off of what the Oh, yeah. So this guy comes after me on Twitter since last August. And he always finishes it with, "Oh, you, you aren't going to come out? You're afraid? Like?" And I haven't responded one time just because I know so it's driving it him fucking nuts. So today I respond for the first time. Okay. Yeah. I respond, and this fucking guy says something back. I say something, and on the third one he just loses his shit. He can't control himself, and he goes personal. And I was like, "Why are you so mad? We're just talking baseball, you yeah. know." And he, like I was like, "Dude, you wanted me to play the game with you since August." Yeah. I finally said, I'm going to jump in today. And you lasted two tweets before you just fucking lost your mind. (laughs) Calm the fuck down. Like, dude, if you want to play the game, dude, you got to be ready to play the game. Yeah, you got to play it. Jesus, it's the Padres. They're playing great baseball. Yeah. They might win the World Series this year. What are
1: you going to do then? With nine game, uh, nine nine guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Calm down.
1: And we're winning with Tommy Pham playing left field like he's never been out there in his life. (laughs) Shit. God damn. God damn. Like, uh, hey, I don't even know what to say, right? I yeah. don't know. Uh, all Does of it that- bother
0: you when Tommy Pham, and, and I'm not just saying Tommy Pham, athletes also, but Tommy Pham is the one I think of all the time. Nobody talks money more than Tommy Pham. It yeah. drives me out of my mind. So you weren't paying attention this weekend because you were busy as hell with other things going on. Yeah. Tommy Pham goes on, basically, fuck the St. Louis Cardinals. They cost me a shitload of money. Dude. And I was like, Tommy Pham's the same guy that came here, talked about – COVID and going, man, I got yeah. a lot of things to pay for. And then I got Bentley's right. and I got this and I got that. And then said, this is the last year of his contract and he needs to get paid. And just, he talks money all the fucking time. The fans don't care. No. If fans put aside that Machado makes 30, nobody looks at Machado. I don't think and go, No, he would be my guy, but he makes 30 million a year. No, he's your guy. Cause he's wearing your fucking uniform and he's not sharing any of that 30 million with you. So don't even think about it. Why, why is fam always talking money all the time? Hi. It wears me out.
1: Yeah, I don't know. See, the the funny thing, Dave, and you mentioned the the Machado thing, right? And like San Diego, it's great. He's, he's played that thing perfectly. And as I said, an incredibly close friend lives very close to him. Like a, a really, really good friend lives really close to him. And I just continue to hear stories all the time about how cool he is and nice things that he does. And they're like, he's so great. And he keeps telling everybody, um, Hey, I got to practice social distancing. We can't do this. We can't do that. But he's the guy that sees you from 20 yards away. And Hey, what's going on, Dave? How you doing? How's this? How's that? The whole thing. And he just keeps telling the people, Hey man, when this thing's done, we're going to have some fun. I can't do anything now. we got to follow everything. You go good for him. Right? But then you saw the clip the other day where he puts the bat through the to the net to the kid yeah. and the kid's holding that up. And and then last night you got the play right and everybody hey, I tell you what, that's hardball. That's hardball, Dave. That's I like that. That's the way I coach guys at Texas Tech. And uh but everybody's freaking out, right? But the thing that's cool now is I don't know in San Diego. I really can't think of a time in San Diego or the quote unquote bad guy was a on our team, but did so much that we've seen in this community. Cause we watch him day in and day out. And you hear the different stories where we love him. We've embraced him. And if anybody else starts going after him, boy, we get really, really pissed. Yeah. And that I loved. I thought that was cool last night. they are just people, you know it because uh, I don't know. There's, there's I'm sure other players in the game and, uh, And people have their preconceived notions about who they are and what they do. But uh, last night, man, I I thought what was cool was how San Diegans were all in on Manny. And then you come out and you see a bunch of former players today, right? Yeah. Adam Jones came out and said, dude, that's hardball. That's how you play. And who else? I saw just a bunch of former players, but I thought it was cool. But I, I liked that a lot of people came to his defense.
0: Well, here's the deal. Also, for me, looks with Manny. Yeah, Manny did a, a baseball play where you try and basically avoid the tag and the the yeah. you know the easy flip. When you have a history like Manny does, of course, this is what he's created. You of know, course. Manny. You know, there's a Justin Turner play that's out there that's very similar, but this is what Manny created. He created it in Baltimore. He created yeah. it with the Dodgers, and it unfortunately, keeps going. it's going to follow him around because people want to see the ugliness right now. That's well, what that's what he has a history of doing. And that's where where he's at, you know. And so you have a guy like Tommy Edmund, who I, the guy on Twitter I was giving shit to, was Tommy Edmund went to La Jolla Country Day, yeah. And so I was like, guy has six one nine tattooed on his body, and you guys aren't going against Tommy Edmund? you know? Fuck, Tommy Edmund doesn't have a fucking tattoo, <laughs> but you know, just just trying to yeah. get it under the skin. My, the thing is, he's he's created this, and it's going to take yeah. maybe his entire Padre contract for people to look at him a little bit differently.
1: Uh well, I don't think I don't think he cares. I think he knows that
0: no, I don't think he cares either.
1: About I think he cares... I think he's I don't know.
0: I think his fans care, is what I'm saying. People get yeah. heated when you attack Manny because they but love I, Manny. But I just really don't think Manny loses a second to sleep.
1: No, I think he knows he's beloved here. Yes, he is. And that's cool. I think he's connected well with this city and we're pretty i I'm telling you, man, I love the guy. I fucking love watching that guy play. And I I have no problem having my sons watch him play and just go, dude, this guy's special, right? Different things that he does. Fuck it. I love the fact that we got, uh, yo, like Razor Ramon, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Razor Ramon. You're the bad guy. Hey, Chico, right? And Ravishing Rick Rude, dude. I love the fact. We've never had that. No. We always had goddamn Eric Owens on this team.
0: That's why it's fun being a Raider fan.
1: Yeah. We always had Mark Parent. You guys think Mark Grant. Okay, we we need a little guy with a little edge, and and honestly, I I think we felt like we all hoped that Fam would be that guy. Dude, there's no there's no point in kicking Fam right now. We we all know what it is. That experiment's up after this year. The guy's just trying to play it out and see. Kind of wonder do.
0: will it last the whole year?
1: Uh, might not. Right. I mean, and after it could be what we
0: DFA somewhere in the middle of the season when they go pick someone else up.
1: Well, the Angels just cut pull holes yeah. and that's the other thing. The Angels cut him. And man, Bob Nightingale wrote a story in Sports Weekly that came out last week, said that he got into a screaming match with Joe Madden, got into it with the front office, laid into the GM and president, the whole thing, released the next day we saw that. And so I I sat there, right? I love Paul Holtz. We talked about it the last week. There probably was never a defining moment in his Angels career, no, never one that you look at and you go, well, that was it. That's what made him pretty iconic and, and we're stoked. So he gets cut and I kind of sat there. We, we chat about it last, last week. Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were like 33 home runs away from seven, 700. Where does he go? And, uh, all of a sudden the Godfather himself, Kintera, goes on the other day and he says, <clears throat> this is probably Friday. And he goes, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing Albert Pujols here. And I go, oh, boy, right? Oh, boy. And then John starts talking. And John said, you know what? He'd be a right-handed bat. Uh, Pinch hit or late. If you're an opposing team, pods play a lot of close games. Um, Can give Hosmer a spell. He doesn't have the range that he had, right? But you have a lot of guys that are coming up that are young, even including Machado in that group. And pool holds could really lead by an example. And John said, and he's going to be a guy that feels like he has something to prove. And, and I only
0: cost you 400,000.
1: Yeah. And the point was, uh, I don't know that, that he has the ability to prove it, but it may not be a bad pickup. And I looked at it and I go, damn, that's a really interesting point. I thought John really laid out his argument really well. And then, uh, And then he signs with the Dodgers. Yeah. And you go, uh, man, he probably doesn't even have to move. Easy drive. Right? Signs with the playoff team. Really good. Um, Gets that whole thing. And then it just becomes open season like they signed Tim Tebow. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Okay, asshole. You sign him. And I'll just say this. I'll just say this. If he had signed here. The message would have been like, oh, Preller, can somebody get this guy a decent table at P.O.E.'s, please? And can can Pete, can you please send over a bottle of wine? My God, he goes and cherry picks a veteran, late inning threat coming off the bench. We don't have, I mean, who's going to hit first? Brian O'Grady? Now we have a goddamn Hall of Famer and icon. And what is he going to mean to the young players on this team, whether it's Cronenworth, Caratini, Tatis, Machado, the whole group? Yep. He and Hosmer, just outstanding. Bravo, AJ. But he signs with the Dodgers. My God, this fucking guy. What the fuck is going on? That's exactly what happened. Was Greg Brock not available? What
0: is that? That's exactly what happened. You hit it right on the head.
1: Dave, he might hit 025. Yeah. He might hit 025 for the year, and he might not mean anything. But I'm not going to. A guy like that shows up on the free agent market. And you can sign him for four hundred grand, and he comes right in and and potentially – dude, that is absolutely by love.
0: And that's exactly what the Dodgers plan on doing with him. He's starting yeah. tonight in his first game only because all of a sudden Seager breaks his hand after yeah. he agrees yeah. to go to the Dodgers. They move Lux over to short. They move Muncie over to second. And they stick him out first. The deal is he's doing very well against left-handed pitchers. Yeah. And he has five home runs already, which was funny because it would have put him on pace – for 30 home runs this year. Right. He's not going to get that many chances no. with the Dodgers. But his first at-bat, we're watching both games, Padre game and Dodger game, at the same time as we do the show. First at-bat almost puts it out. Second at-bat, RBI single. Yeah. Um, off Madison Bumgarner. But he sees the ball well off the of lefties. And all I kept thinking about when they signed him was when the Padres played the Dodgers and the Dodgers had a chance to win the game. Do you remember Kershaw had to come pinch hit? Yeah. They have nothing. I mean, we've right. talked about Sheldon Noisy last week. DJ Peter strikes out all the fucking time. Luke Rayleigh's is not ready. Yeah. They have all these guys that wear these crazy jersey numbers that aren't major leaguers right yeah. now. And to have a guy like Pujols, even with a team like the Dodgers that won and a team that has Mookie on it, um, I couldn't agree more. I think he would have done the same thing, if not better, for the Padres with the young guys they have.
1: Yeah, now maybe you're looking at You go, hey, Cronenworth can play first. Profar can play I, I, first. You've got, got it. You've got that. I get that. But I'm just saying, and again, he might hit 100, a, a and, and we all laugh. But for me, right now when you got five guys down, and I, I kind of, when I was listening to Coach talk about it, I kind of thought about Myers and Andy Green yeah, and Myers and Tingler. And if you're in a miserable situation where you've been for two years, it's not like he's going to find the fountain of youth and be a 30-home run guy. But I, I would have thought no chance when he got released that there was anything here. And I, and I give John full credit because I think John made a pretty compelling argument. And and honestly, I don't know if anybody else talked about it or, or wrote anything in the paper. Credit to them as well. But I just kind of sat there and listened and go, well, yeah. yeah. If they bring him in, you go, yeah, it might be worth the gamble. But I, I just I find it comical. And I hate the Dodgers like every one of you hate the Dodgers. I find it comical that we're questioning decisions made by their baseball operations team. They've been pretty fucking good. Yeah. They've been pretty pretty goddamn good in developing talent and with I I don't put any asterisk by it. They're the def, they're the current world champions. And you know, my boy Poway's Zone Konif today is saying, "Well, 29 other teams, we don't know that. We don't know that the, the fucking Twins need help." Yeah. Goddamn Twins should have been the first one. We, there's a bunch of teams that are underachieving right now. We have no idea who else jumped in. It could have been a handful of teams, yeah. but, but the Dodgers, if they call. And for the reasons I just said, you don't have to move out of your house. You can see exactly where you are. You go to the team that's currently ranked the number one. Uh, I mean, or they've been, you know yeah. what I mean? Overall, I don't know where they are tonight after the injuries. How many guys they got on the IL?
0: Dude, it's like 13.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like so
0: again, the guy that gave up the game winning home run yesterday, we're in number ninety two.
1: Right. Uh, so okay, so they're not ranked number one tonight, but, no, you, but you get they my one four of
0: their last five and, and right now they're a third place team. Yeah. In a division where people expect the Padres and Dodgers to pass the Giants
1: and knock them out of the uh yeah, they're dealing with some things, but when I saw that move by him, I didn't go, hey, 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 hey. like right? You go, fuck.
0: Interesting move. Four and a grand. That's it. Yeah, he doesn't look as weird in a Dodger uniform as I thought he'd be. It's funny I, I to see him wearing really fifty-five. Weird. It is it, because Seeger has number five. Yeah, but he brought you know Earl Hersheiser's number back. Oh, like you know?
1: that? That's right. Yeah.
0: And so, uh, yeah, and it, you're not going to
1: Seeger like I'm here five months. I'm yeah. not going to buy your number for see, me. Seeger's like I'm only
0: here five months too. I'm fucking a free agent, dude. Asshole. Right. <laughs> so, dude, I, yeah. out of all those number things, I thought it was so weird that Max Muncy wouldn't give up his thirteen to Manny Machado. Because Machado oh, yeah. was established. Because yeah. last time Seager got hurt, they went and traded for Machado to replace yeah. him. And you're going, Muncie just got here too as just a guy that was in his backyard he in knew. Texas trying to get a shot somewhere. Yeah. And he told Machado,
1: stick it. Stick it, dude. I'm going to be here in the long term. <laughs> I got, I seems got, so strange. Yeah. I got a corner table at Spago, buddy. <laughs> I think anyone in LA yeah. even
0: recognizes Muncie now? No. No.
1: None of these guys. None of these idiots. <laughs> None of these idiots. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, it's cool. Oh, oh boy.
0: Oh my gosh. I want to mention a couple things, but also I want to remind you stay around for the random questions. Include Steve Woods. You mentioned Steve Woods. It's a Steve Woods my question boy. in here. Gotta ask you what would you what you do in this situation. But I want to mention Alan Taylor first at Taylor and May pools. Jeff and I have told you for the longest time, during COVID especially, look, you gotta get on his calendar. Alan Taylor right now is building pools and building staycations like you wouldn't believe. Look, so like everyone I know is calling Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools, because they figured it out. Yeah. There's nothing like having a pool in your backyard. And the person I talked to yesterday said, Dave, he showed me the 3D design virtual tour. I didn't even know the guy was using Alan Taylor. He's told me he was putting a pool in I go, who are you using? He goes, Taylor May Pools. Good. And I said, that's fucking great to hear. Good. Alan Taylor's killing it. Look, call Alan Taylor as fast as you can. Get on a schedule. If you're thinking about putting a pool in your backyard... You need to call Alan, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452.
1: So I'm buying a car today, and they're showing me all the different features, right, all the bells and whistles. So our guy, Pete, goes, hey, let's sync your phone up, right, with the Bluetooth, everything. He goes, hey, let's just fire out a call. Just see, let's take a look at your contacts. Let's just call Alan Taylor. I go, we're not calling Alan Taylor. We're just going to randomly talk to him about Hey, y'all. You digging holes out there in the rain? So, Al, I'm sorry for the pocket dial today that came from the car lot. and Blame Pete. Uh, You know, Dave, it it makes me so happy because on the days like yesterday where it can be rainy and cloudy and overcast, right? I don't know that you want to go jump into that pool in the rain, but when it's a little bit uh, overcast or sunny or warm, and we know the warm days are coming, Man, oh man, I can't think of a better place to relax than a tailor made pool. And I tell you what, I would have loved having a tailor made pool for the last 15 days. But hey, you can do it. Call Alan, tell him Dave and Jeff sent you, do all those different things. And uh, just for tonight, uh, I talked to Amy. She said, I go, Do you understand? Dave tried to murder me twice this year. She goes, Go ahead. For the first 17 people that call with a cash offer cash we're gonna do that special cheetahs logo you know the beautiful girl silhouette with yes. the tail at the end first 17 cash only tell them it's the cheetah special that's a tribute to my new best friend rich who i met earlier today 17 cash only amy said it's 14 i said guess what 17 she just hung up the phone i think we got an agreement call and tell them dave and jeff sent you
0: Brian Curry's your guy when it comes to buying a brand-new house or selling the house you're currently in. Let's find the perfect neighborhood for you and move into the house of your dreams. All it all starts with Brian Curry. All you have to do is give him a call. Make sure you talk to Brian. He's been in business more than 30 years doing this, selling houses in San Diego. Again, 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
1: Man, oh, man. Driving around, uh, you know, just driving around La Mesa and looking at some of the beautiful houses where we were. And then I got to think about, uh, yeah, we were in kind of last night. Uh, Kids and I were driving around. So many great houses all around San Diego, just really fun neighborhoods. And I think right now with the housing market, as wild as it is, you're thinking to yourself, hey, I have a lot of equity in this house. Maybe the kids have gone to college or gotten married and this space is too big. Man, take advantage. Let that equity go to work for you. Maybe jump out of the neighborhood you're in now and you move to that neighborhood you've always wanted to be. The guy who can make it happen for you is Brian Curry. And uh, I can't wait, Dave. I'm so excited about a bunch of different things coming up slowly as we start to get life back to normal. But again, just the excitement that we're seeing for his son, Dylan, who will be starting quarterback at Poway this year. How fun's it going to be on a Friday night to go back to high school football, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Can't wait.
1: Yeah, Friday Night Lights coming back. But, yeah, whether you're looking to buy or to sell, or if you need property management, nobody better than Brian.
0: Absolutely. Dan Williams, don't forget, tomorrow is Tuesday. That means it's the two-minute Tuesday on YouTube. Dan will give you two minutes of tips to make things a little bit easier for you, make things help you, help you out as far as getting out of debt, make you smart is what I'm trying to tell you. Look, he wants to get you out of the rental market. He wants to make you debt-free. Again, Dan Williams is the guy to talk to when it comes to everything having to do with finances. A lot of you are going to get your refund checks back really soon from the government. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813.
1: Well, I wasn't expecting to have to make any decisions financially, but obviously uh, after the events of the 5th, uh, that changed quickly. And so when I had to go to the car lot, and you started looking at different cars. I was able to get the car I wanted at the price I wanted. And the reason why I was able to get that, that goddamn credit score came in insanely high. And one of the reasons why it did, and I was so proud of it, is because of the things I learned in Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. We talk about it all the time. I had a life changing experience coming up on two weeks ago. And today, when I went in, I was able to get probably the coolest car I've ever had in my life, and it fits right within my budget. Because of the financial uh, advice that I followed from Dan, you can do the same. It might be when you're buying a car and all of a sudden that mid-range car, you all of a sudden become uh, can get the beautiful car. But more importantly, it's that time when you're ready to buy a house and change your life. Uh, you're going to have to have that high credit score. Makes a huge difference in your interest rate, makes a huge interest in your monthly numbers. Call Dan, tell him Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: Kyle is your guy for that brand new website, or if you have a website that needs to be repaired, again, the idea is to make a little bit of money and draw traffic. Kyle knows what he's doing. 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621.
1: So important right now, Dave, because I think even as we are starting to come back, a lot of people got used to what we've gotten used to since March of last year. People want to stay home. You don't see as many people in the restaurants. You're still seeing smaller uh, crowds at Dodger Stadium or at Petco Park. And a lot of people are just very happy, laying low, staying out of harm's way, which means they're not spending money outside. So where are they spending that disposable income online? Is your website up to the challenge? If it's not, give Kyle a call.
0: All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they, they worth? on going May 17th. We only have three of them. Okay. We're going to start off with someone who had passed away, but he's one of your favorites. Okay. Bill Paxton.
1: Oh, dude. His dad was my, would come in, lived in Encinitas. So my buddies and I worked at Warehouse Records on El Camino Real, and he was so proud of his son. It was right around when Weird Science came out and Alien and all that stuff. So I would say to him every day, hey, what's Bill up to? You know what? He's probably out getting his ass kicked somewhere. So he'd say every day. His dad. I thought the funniest shit ever. His dad was an older man, probably in his 60s, every time, right? Just the coolest dude. That's hey, funny as hell. Hey, how's Bill doing? He's probably out getting the shit beat out of him somewhere every day. Never brought him into the store, oh my damn God. it. Uh, I think Bill Paxton today would be, I'm going to say 60.
0: Okay, let's figure this out. All right. Um, he was born in 1955. So does that put him at 61? Uh, let's Oh, see. no, hold on. 60, shit, 66. Sorry.
1: Damn.
0: There you go. 66, born in 55? 55. 66. Wow. I don't know why I got 61. But 66.
1: Well, so when he did Weird Science as Chet, he was like 30 in yeah, that
0: movie. that's right.
1: Damn. That guy, I love Bill Paxton. That's right. And Twister, him and Helen Hunt. all right
0: okay how much is he worth
1: oh sorry um let's say he was worth uh 15 million
0: 40 million dollars no kidding yeah 40 million here's a guy that we've had on the show in the past and he was extremely nice guy but he's one of those guys in entertainment where i'm like how the fuck has this guy ever worked a day in his life sean wayans bob saget Do you remember when Bob Saget was on? Yeah, he was great. He was great. I'm just not a fan. And I never thought he was funny. His stand-up sucks.
1: Yeah, but what a cool dude. I'm going to say Saget's uh, 64.
0: 65.
1: And, I, dude, I think he's worth some money, man. He is. I'm going to say 50 million.
0: Exactly right.
1: Yeah, he made money. Good for him.
0: Exactly right. All right, last one. Quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan.
1: Matt Ryan, uh,
0: 32.
1: 36. Shit. Uh sixty million.
0: Seventy million dollars.
1: Oh wow. Not okay. too bad.
0: Not too All bad. All right,
1: here we go. Five random questions. Okay.
0: If Steve Woods walked into a room and he saw Jason Isabel and Manny Machado, who would he blow first?
1: Uh Isbel. Without question. My favorite thing, my favorite thing is Steve will often reply to Isabel's tweets like with an insider kind of comment. You know, this guy. Scooter Murphy on that slide guitar. Man, he really brought it. on uh, loving you now. It just fucking sits untouched for like four hours. You're like, fuck. Fuck. Just take it down. Just take the tweet down. <laughs> just think you're embarrassing yourself. Take it down. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. It's this guy. That's all right. I know he'll kill me. It's well, your Don Winslow guy which is yeah it's great. I
0: love that you didn't hesitate. My my answer was he'd panic and just jerk them both off at the same time.
1: Well, I don't, <laughs> whatever they want to do, I'm gonna, I'm going to avoid the uh, oral gratification. I'm just going to say who is the guy. I'm going to change the question. I don't oh. like the I don't like the way the question was phrased. So it's, You don't write it. So it's too bad. I'm going to say who would he fanboy out for more? And I'm going to say that it would be Isbel. Steve, I've officially changed it. Uh, I don't feel like it needed to be at that level. Who would he be more excited to talk to at the company? If these two guys show up to the, uh where does he work? J-Core? At the J-Core Christmas party, who's he fanboying for more is how the question is going to be phased. <laughs> and I'm going to say it's going to be Isbel.
0: Okay. <laughs> dear this whole story about how Preller hadn't responded to his text.
1: No, I, I again, like I, have been so out of the loop for two weeks. I heard that like Ben texted him, and then Preller said, "Hey, we're trying to get three outs here." It struck me funny that Ben wasn't paying attention, and then no, they. I can't imagine, and nothing against those guys. I, I can't imagine texting Preller. Preller just doesn't strike me as a guy where you could text. Where Towers. I never texted him at night, but Towers of Boach, you could text. But I feel like I often texted those dudes in the off season. I felt like during yeah, the we did other. The left only time up. I
0: ever really talked to Boach during a season was after he won the World Series, like that night. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, but it was I would never bother him during a season. I wouldn't do that. But move. I'm not.
1: But I'm not. Those guys, Preller may just be completely cool. I just. He strikes me as a different kind of guy.
0: So here's the funny thing. So I hear that whole story about how basically he congratulated AJ on becoming president. No response. You know, oh. hey, congratulations. No response. Wait, he's he's president. AJ isn't AJ's title now president of the San Diego Padres?
1: I think that's. Oh, I don't know. I think that's. that's I was. thought Groupner. I thought Groupner's just CEO.
0: Yeah, CEO or COO.
1: Oh, okay. And did Peller get promoted within like the last? Two yeah, the weeks? same
0: day. No, no, the same day.
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, whatever. Yes. Okay. By yeah, the way,
0: Groupner responded to, re- to me directly. Dude, did Steve. you
1: see, did you see what they did the other day? Bumping that kid up. To oh, the it was front fantastic. Row? It was great PR Love too. It was guys.
0: fantastic. Sure. So, uh, so a guy I know, just a random guy, not in baseball yeah. or anything. He runs into AJ a couple days ago. Okay. And he said AJ couldn't have been nicer. Gave him He's a cell great. phone number. And I was like, dude. That's not his number. Come on. This has Come to be on. one of the bullshit. So, he, just just a Padre fan. Guy who you know, loves going to Padre games. Has a couple beers. Roots for them. Like the regular Padre yeah. fans we're talking about. And he says, Cardinal game. He sends, AJ, hey, AJ, how about some tickets? AJ left him fucking great tickets. And I was like, Dude. he doesn't know him for shit. AJ completely walked the walk. He didn't big time the guy. He honestly yeah. gave his real phone number. And the guy... Took a screenshot, because I'm like, dude, good fucking luck. He's not responding to my my boy Woods. Fucking responds with a screenshot of the envelope, said tickets left by AJ Preller to this
1: guy for, for the Cardinals game. Dude, I'm telling you, the more that guy is here, and and we gotta give credit. Nobody wants to do it. You gotta give credit to Mike D, man. Fowler was gonna hire Billy Epler. Yeah, that's true. And listen, I said it. I was you like oh, Epler. Billy. E- I did. No doubt. I own it. But Mike D. said to those guys, Pollard's our guy. And he got, right, got yep. off. It was a little little testy there at the start. But, dude, what a cool dude. I love stuff like that. Man. How wild is that? Yeah.
0: All right, here we go. This is a question right up your alley. Okay. Would you rather be a best-selling author or Academy Award winner?
1: Oh, that's cool. oh. Um, uh. I think the Academy Award. Really, I would have bet money you would say the other one. Because I talk to these guys, like I am so fascinated by the whole writing process. Man, you can be so good in in one book, and then really, really bad in the next book. And I get it. Acting Same can movies, be. Yeah. yeah, I got it. But dude, you don't have to sit there and come up with an arc and try to figure out a way how this guy did it or that guy. Yeah. Did you ever see Will Smith's trailer? It's just unbelievable, right? He's got this massive trailer. You're just hanging out. like, all right, come on out. You got to say your three lines. Get the hell out of here before I throw you out of here. (laughs) Cut. (laughs) I think that'd be it. Uh, What about
0: you? An Academy Award winner. I think you're getting laid all the time with that. Yeah, right. Yeah, never goes away.
1: Yeah, nobody knows who the fuck Michael Conley is. (laughs) all
0: right if you could be inducted into any sports hall of fame which one would you choose
1: oh gotta be baseball i'm with you gotta
0: again i would have lost a bet right there i would have thought you would have said hockey
1: no i love the hockey hall of fame really fun but baseball's the one right yeah i mean canton school i've never been there but i've been to cooperstown i've been to toronto both are really really great but there's the Tor- the hockey hall of fame is in like this really insane cool old bank building right in downtown yeah. toronto but there's so much going on for baseball to get to cooperstown man that entire city is all baseball that yeah that's that's different level cool yeah
0: i'm with you baseball 100% yep and basketball seems like everybody
1: gets in except steve fisher <laughs> except steve fisher
0: all right, here we go. We got two more questions. Okay. I got the worst goddamn cramp in my hamstring right now. <laughs> If you could handle, uh, sorry, could you handle marrying somebody famous?
1: Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. I could do that. Yeah, Victoria so Principal. I, <laughs> I think Grimm? so too.
0: I always think of that Jim Belushi line when he talked about his first marriage and his second marriage. And he said the problem was his first marriage. The woman he was married to wanted to be famous too. Oh, and he told his second wife, "There's only one mirror in this house, and it's for me." <laughs> and he goes, "It's been perfect ever since." He yeah. goes, "She knew that I was the. I, there's only one star in this house. It's going to be me."
1: Uh, that's the thing, man. Like at the end of the day, if you know she's coming home to yeah. you, and yeah. it's cool. What are you worried about? I, yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Now, all right. Could you be married to Ginger Lynn? No. Hundred no. percent. No. God damn. Because you could never
0: ask, what did you
1: do today? Uh, what did I do? <laughs> My God. You see him on crutches? Boy, oh boy.
0: No, the yeah. answer is 100% no. Yeah,
1: and do you have dinner ready? No, I- I'm yeah. telling you.
0: Yeah, there's no way.
1: <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that axe? Shut up. I'm tired. I need mean to listen to you. go watch Real Housewives. All right random guy's calling.
0: Oh, my God, dude. I remember... Uh... Hey,
1: this is Donnie Diggler. Can you ask her if, uh, if I left my necklace in her purse? Fuck. Yeah. Hang on, Donnie. She's in the shower. Hold on. Did Donnie leave his necklace? Not all he left. Hey! God damn it.
0: Dude, that'd be a nightmare. I never right. understood that. I, 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 never, never understood that at all.
1: I, I would think, I would think some famous people you could right. Like it's oh, gonna yeah, be yeah. all case D- by case.
0: Yeah, Victoria is different right. than Ginger Lynn for Christ's sakes. Right. Exactly. I mean, I remember watching Tara Patrick being interviewed one time.
1: Oh God! And yeah. she's like,
0: you know, all that stuff I do on film, I do on film. When I come home, my husband gets the sack of potatoes, it just lays there and I'm like, well, lucky for him.
1: Yay. Lucky let's for all, him. Let's all run to Jared's. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't sign up for that? Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm extremely boring. Yeah, I'm like, great. great.
1: Fantastic. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It comes home. Hey, you've been on social media today? No, I'll come. I don't know. I just got 90 dick pics. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that with me, Tara. Oh, my God. Really glad.
0: All right, here we go. Last question. Okay. If you watched a movie about everything that happened in your life until yes. now, would you enjoy it?
1: Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean I my, I'm
0: glad you said yeah. That would have been disappointing if we said no.
1: Yeah, I mean there's a lot of things. I mean the show would be in there, traveling would be in there. Shit, there'd be motorcycle crashes. <laughs> Car crashes. Yeah, liquor store fights. Right? Like yeah, that'd be good shit. That'd be pretty good in there. Yeah You know, young Dolph Lundgren in the starring role What? You son of a bitch. What do you mean, Anthony Michael Hall? That's a Dolph <laughs> Lundgren. What do you mean Andrew McCarthy? Fuck you. That's the
0: thing, man. If they had to tell you, all right, who was up to play you, that would piss you off all the way through.
1: Yeah, it'd be great. you go, all right, look. Seth Rogen.
0: We're going to start off with Seth (laughs) Rogen, Anthony Michael Hall, and maybe a reach Kurt Cameron.
1: Kurt Cameron? Wilford Brimley? (laughs) Fucking guy. Vern Troyer? What? Yeah, Irving Beliché said no. That's it. <laughs> All yeah. right, we'll, we're going to come back what would, on What Wednesday. would you do? Would you enjoy the movie? You know what? I,
0: I tell you what. I mean, I, there's
1: hard parts in there. There's you a know? lot of,
0: yeah, it's a lot of, I tell you, there's one thing about, like, Forrest Gump, which overall I think just is. Just watched it. Is, is, it's funny. I think overall it's my favorite movie. Yeah, and just And it's not it. a movie like that I watched a million times. It's not like if Shawshank was on and Forrest is on, I'm watching Forrest. Right. What I like about Forrest Gump is it brings out every single emotion. Yeah. Well, my life 100% has brought out every single emotion. There's extreme sadness in there, and there's extreme humor in there, and um, th- there's a beat, beat the odds moments in yeah, there. Yeah, of course. And so, yeah, it's. It, would it be one I watched? Yeah. Could I say I, I've enjoyed all of it? No, 100%. Yeah. There's there's been a lot of stuff in there that no, I have not enjoyed. And yeah, it's 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 the whole thing is kind of crazy. But what I what I find it interesting, I think I'd find it interesting. It's real life. Well.
1: How many people do you know? To an extreme. Where, yeah. yeah. Where you go, this guy could not be a bigger fucking idiot. But successful 25 year marriage and a, a great problem. relationship with his kids. I don't, that's fiction. <laughs> Please. 30 years, by the yeah. way. Yeah.
0: Don't cut me short.
1: God damn. David Schwimmer was good in that role. Oh my God. You David Schwimmer would be my guy. Who else would you have? Uh, Gerald McRaney. Remember him from Simon yeah, Siphon? That was good. <laughs> a Alfonso beer. Ribeiro you're like, What? Eh. I'd get Joey Fatone. That'd be Joey stuck. Fatone, it'd be great. <laughs> I'd get Lance Bass. He's fine. He's the an Elman actor too. All right, let's get the hell out of All here. Right. We'll see everybody Wednesday.
0: Good deal.